0: Welcome to another episode of Uncommy Goods. Now, what is an Uncommy Good? It's anything not made in communist China or any other communist country that is hostile to the U.S. and human rights. I believe in supporting American-made products as much as possible, and will highlight one in each episode. Now, this episode is not sponsored by any product or service I mention. If you want to write me, you can reach me at UncommyGoods at gmail.com, just like the show title, at gmail.com. Uh, Do you want to have a question or a suggestion that I'll put on a future episode? There's a link to leave a voice message in the show notes. All articles and websites I mentioned in this episode will be linked in the show notes as well. I have a huge favor to ask you. This movement is only growing. Please help get the message out by sharing this episode with your friends. Subscribe. Give it a five-star rating and review in iTunes or whatever platform you're using, subscribe so you can get the episode downloaded to your smartphone with ease. Thank you. Now stay tuned for this episode of Uncommy Goods. Quit Tick-taking my stuff. Welcome to episode 12 of Uncommy Goods. Before we start talking about TikTok yet again, I want to touch on another subject and a little quick little article I saw titled China's days as world's factory are over. iPhone maker says found it in the Korea Herald. iPhone maker that doesn't mean Apple, does it? You hear that and you think, oh, iPhone maker. Apple said China's days are over. No, no, Apple doesn't even make iPhones. These are the companies that build iPhones in China, etc., that Apple outsources to. So so China's dominant position as the world's factory is shifting. It's starting to fragment to other countries, and that is a very good thing. You know, it's similar to diversifying your investments. You know, you don't put all your investments or eggs in one basket. Therefore, you're vulnerable, right? So it's good not to put all their manufacturing in one basket. So, quote, Hanhai Precision Industry Chairman Young Liu said, it's gradually adding more capacity outside of China, the main base of production. For gadgets from iPhones to Dell desktops and Nintendo Switches, end quote. Hey, can someone tell me what a Nintendo Switch is? I mean, I, I think they're hugely popular. I have no idea. Is it like some sort of portable gaming device? I have no idea. Maybe I'll. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Someone tell me if they want. So, a lot of this fragmentation and movement is due to the tariffs that the U.S. is imposing on China. So the suppliers they're moving out of China and mixing it up a bit so they can avoid those tariffs. Now, personally myself, I'm not a huge fan of tariffs. It just makes things more expensive for the consumer. But in this case, it could be a, you know, a strong arm tactic to move things towards the right resolution. I know that there's a lot of trade disputes between the US and China. So Chairman Liu, um, also th- I think that company, Hanhai Precision Industry is also Foxconn, the way this article writes it. So Chairman Liu of Hanhai Precision Industry says this about China that the country's days as a world's factory are done. And this is an indication that quote China centric electronic supply chain will fragment over the longer term. And that's how it's done bit by bit, podcast episode by podcast episode, every conscientious purchase decision you make. And obviously some heavy handed trade policies, I guess, can make this happen. So it's not going to happen overnight, but as you know, it's going to shift. Right, and move towards more friendly countries that don't backstab their trading partners or manufacturing partners, et cetera. Now, quit tick-taking my stuff. This is a follow-up to the previous episode, TikTok around the clock, where I talked about some of the shady data collection stuff that TikTok does. So, according to this uh, article by the Wall Street Journal, TikTok tracked user data using tactic banned by Google. Now you know they had fun coming up with that one. TikTok tracked tactic. Um, so quote the tactic, which experts in mobile phone security said was concealed through an unusual added layer of encryption, appears to have violated Google policies. Quote TikTok skirted a privacy safeguard in Google's Android operating system to collect unique identifiers from millions of mobile devices, data that allows the app to track users online without allowing them to opt out a Wall Street Journal analysis has found and quote so here's the thing every mobile phone has something called a Mac address and Mac doesn't have anything to do with Apple or Macintosh computers it stands for media access control or it's a Mac address you can excuse me it's a unique identifier and it's found in all internet ready electronics, mobile devices, servers, etc. So now what TikTok did, that's unusual in this case, is they added a layer of encryption to get that MAC address. So they circumvented like the typical protections and found a way to get that MAC address without your consent. So normally uh, when you have a phone, you can reset it to have a new advertising identifier, which is something you have an option to manage. Um, and that advertising identifier, it isn't a Mac address. So you can reset it and the apps and websites aren't tracking you anymore. They don't go, Hey, that's Joe Smith using this phone, doing this and that. No. So the, you know, also the tracking is beneficial, right? If you want an app to know information about you so it can better serve you, give you more relevant experience, um, uh, you know, contextual, that's great, but it's really up to the consumer. So, um, At the same time, you know, the privacy standards by Google and Apple are that you can reset your advertising identifier at any time. So, quote, Google's Play Store policies warn developers that the advertising identifier must not be connected to personally identifiable information or associated with any persistent device identifier, including the Mac address, without explicit consent of the end user. So what did ByteDance, the maker of TikTok, do? They bypassed all this so they could track you at all times, even if you wanted to opt out and say, no, um, I'm done. So here's the thing, quote, TikTok has said it doesn't share data with the Chinese government and wouldn't do so if asked. Okay. End quote. What a joke. Do you think the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, cares if ByteDance says, oh no, uh, please, we're not going to share any of this data that we've been collecting for months. No, the CCP would go after them. They go after their kids, their parents, their pets, etc. So ByteDance, the maker of TikTok, is very disingenuous when they say that they would never share that data. Um, and as I mentioned, plenty of apps sent data back to the company that made them. However, less typical are the measures that ByteDance takes to conceal the data it captures. TikTok wraps most of the user data it transmits in an extra layer of custom encryption. Here's the thing. That data is already encrypted with industry standards, so they don't need to encrypt it yet again. So what they're doing is they're double encrypting it and it isn't needed. It raises a lot of questions. Why are they doing that? So quote, Mark Rogers, vice president cybersecurity Strategy at Okta states, my guess, Is that the reason they do that is to bypass detection by apple or google because if apple or google saw them passing those identifiers back they would almost certainly reject the app mr rogers said so that's the thing it's like why are you hiding the data that you're taking anyway it's crazy they shouldn't be doing that it's against the rules and they snuck that encryption in there now here's the thing This practice supposedly ended last November, you know, November 2019 with a new release, right? But what are they going to do next? We have no idea. Let's see what happens. Will TikTok be sold to a U.S. company, at least the U.S. operations? And what does that even mean, the U.S. operations? You know, it's software, so it doesn't really matter where it's located. So the data still could be going back to China. They could be tracking, they could be violating our privacy and the policies of Google and Apple. Let's see what happens. Personally, I'm tired of talking about TikTok. I don't use it. I don't care. You know, Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, released a competitor called Reels, as in Reels of Film, which is funny because no one uses Reels of Film anymore, I think, right? The little... Anyway, anyone out there work in movie theaters and they can let me know? Do they still use Reels? So, now, for this week's Uncommy Good of the Week. I should have some intro music. The uncommie Good of the Week. But I'm not quite there yet. So I did a little digging for this week's uncommie Good of the Week. And I just was thinking, okay, I'm about to move to a bigger place. I'm going to have obviously a lot more space. And, you know, I'm living in a studio right now. And what I have right now is just like a couple of small coolers. And let me tell you, living in a studio, that's commie. You're just living in this tiny little pod. Like a little worker. So what every man needs is a legit high quality cooler. Uh, I have two smallish ones, but they're not cutting it, right? You just can't fit a lot of stuff in there. They've done the job, but you know, you got to sit there and move things around and not get in there. No, not having a legit kick ass cooler. That's commie. So I was doing my research. There's a very popular brand out there. It's well known. It's named after a mythical mountain snow creature. Uh, I thought it would be 100% made in the USA, but it wasn't. They have some stuff made in the U.S., some in the Philippines, and some in China. And I don't want to call them out by name because I'm not a hater, but I did some more re- research, and I found a company that makes 100% of the coolers, drinkware, etc. cetera. Everything is in the U.S., okay? And they're called Orca. You know, just like that awesome movie back in the day, Orca, Such an awesome movie, and it came out in the late 70s, right when Jaws was huge. So, yeah, it was a knockoff, but it has a twist. I won't give away what makes it different, but let's just say nobody rooted for Jaws, okay? So, Orca coolers, they have this huge variety of insulated drinking vessels and coolers, accessories, baskets. They have these cool cups that look like barrels, both like steel and wooden, you know, are you new or old school. So in essence, they have this whole, like whole cooler ecosystem, and everything is made in the USA. So again, forget about the mythical mountain snow creature. Look for the real life mammal of the sea, orca coolers. And it's just not me singing their praises. According to a CNET review, they have great colors, very comfortable handles, and they're very high performing. They like they have this thing called, uh, I don't know, this amazing cooler that's like the way it's made is super durable so and you know speaking of comfortable handles oh man how many times do companies fail to put in a decent handle no matter what it is it's like they think of everything and then you try and carry it and the handle just cuts in your hands or like you can't get a good grip anyway orca coolers doesn't do that so check them out i'm going to be getting rid of my old coolers and getting a badass cooler from orca once i move again thank you for listening Get the word out. This movement is only growing. The Chinese government is not our friend. And let's make it a point to buy things not made in China, preferably American-made or whatever country you're in. I see my Irish, German, and Australian listeners uh, out there. You know, I see in the reporting. In fact, my Aussie buddy, who's actually Scottish, he drove like an extra five kilometers to get some Australian-made water carbonation supplies instead of supporting a company whose products are made in a country he doesn't support. I truly believe every free country should support their homegrown businesses first and have a secure and resilient supply chain, especially for vital life protection goods. Don't get caught with your face mask down. Of course, they should engage engage in trade with international partners, but it's got to be fair, free and above board. None of that sneaky stuff. Again, I have a weekly challenge for you. Buy something American. Are you getting a new cooler like I am when I move? Or are you going to replace something with an American made good? Let me know. Also, please subscribe on whatever platform you use. You know, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Podcast Addict. They do all the work for you and download it so it's ready to go. Also, second favorite, please give a five-star rating on the Apple's podcast platform. And also write a review. Hopefully a positive one. I'm trying to make the world a better place. And help me help you help make the world better. Again, you can write to me at UncommyGoods at Gmail or click the voicemail link in the show notes to ask a question that I'll put on a future episode. Again, thanks for listening. This is Uncommy Goods. Quit tick-taking my stuff.